0: Welcome to Dogs Save the People, a podcast about how dogs make our lives better. My name is John Bartlett and I'm your host. Devin Apodaca is the Executive Director at the Humane Society of Imperial County, trying to save one dog at a time in a rural California community along the U.S.-Mexico border region. Being in an economically disadvantaged area along the border region has meant dealing with limited resources, overcoming language and cultural barriers, and managing the ever-increasing number of strays and medical emergencies of pets. Devin, hi, it's John. Thank you so much for joining us today at Dog Save the People. Tell me a little bit about, in general, your story about your own dogs.
1: When I was seven years old, we got our first dog. His name was Tyson, and he was a Rottweiler. Mm -hmm. And I wanted a brother or a sister for years, and he definitely filled that space. Sure. He was my brother. We grew up together. There was pictures of me and him every year until I think it was maybe like 14 or 15.
0: Oh, I love it. That would be so great to see all the different pictures of you growing up and him growing up and growing old.
1: And he was always there for me. You know, when I remember when I was sad, because there was neighbor kids that would pick on me. I was bullied a lot, like in elementary school, middle school, high school. I didn't have a lot of people to turn to, and I didn't have anybody to, to really help me go through what I was going through. So during a really dark time in my life, when I reached out for help, instead of a hand, I got a paw right animals love you unconditionally they love you for who you are they accept you wholeheartedly and they don't judge people based on you know physical appearances or anything like that yeah i knew tyson wasn't just like a a pet or he wasn't just something that was there in the house I i knew that he was a living sentient being and that he he felt and you know he loved and he felt the same way that our family felt about him
0: Uh uh-huh i understand and yes, I think that dogs, animals in general, but they see us for who we really are, I believe. And they, they're certainly not impressed with us or looking at us sideways because we don't look a certain way. And I think that that's a beautiful story. And I wish that more kids could grow up with animals in their homes because there is something very special that I think that we learn.
1: I believe that did kind of help mold me and kind of steered me in the direction that life has taken me. I just remember from a very, very, very young age that I knew that I wanted to work with animals. I wanted to help animals. And ultimately, my goal was to be a veterinarian. Once I started working at the shelter, I remember that very first day I was, I think I was like 19 years old. And I remember thinking to myself, being at the shelter, helping animals in the way that I was helping them. That's what my mission was, that I was put here to do From where I was as a kennel attendant to becoming executive director at the age of 26, it's been a life-altering experience. And for the better, it helped me personally find out who I am and what I want in life and what I want for the animals in my community.
0: Absolutely. That's beautiful. Good for you. I mean, that's an amazing thing. It's an amazing thing to know at such a young age because I think we typically... We struggle for a long time trying to figure out what we're, why we're here and what our passion is. And so much of our passions become very self-involved. And this is like the ultimate in selflessness. So I, I really applaud you.
1: They say that dogs are man's best friend. And there's a reason behind that. And I believe that the majority of the people that have pets, I want to believe that they love their pets and that they want them to be like a part of the family. But I think that there are people out there that, you know, financially or, you know, whatever life's struggles are for them, you know, they can't do lavish things like some other people can do. And, you know, we've got all these animals coming into the shelter right now. It's just that time of the year. and It's very stressful on my staff and it's stressful on me, you know, being that we're a tiny little shelter, very limited on space, you know, very limited on resources and, and on staff. You know, I don't understand why there's so many people like right before the holidays, right before Fourth of July, right before Thanksgiving, right before Christmas. You know, we have this huge influx of owner surrenders. And I was really young and Tyson had gotten sick. And I don't even remember what it was that he had gotten sick with. But I remember my mom and dad did everything that they possibly could to save his life. And we didn't have a lot of money growing up. And so, you know, the fact that my parents went above and beyond to do what they needed to do for Tyson to make him better and to get him well. I just, I mean, that, I think they instilled that in me and it made me realize that, you know, that is what I want my community to realize is that their pets are their family and they need to be loved and respected and treated as such.
0: That's great. So rescuing can be a really tough business. And what are some of the more positive stories that you've experienced with the dogs that you've had under your care?
1: I was talking to a friend and she was telling me that, you know, if you look at the vets before, like whenever you would go into the vet, there was nobody sitting in the lobby. You could walk in and they'd see you right away and you were in and out within a few minutes. And she said, now you go, you cannot just walk in. You have to have an appointment. And she said, so, you know, the picture that you're trying to paint for the community, you and your staff and your volunteers, the organization as a whole has reached people and people they've heard. You know the message that we're trying to portray and that you know people are caring for their pets more than there are people who aren't and that meant a lot to me because that was like the little bit of light at the end of the tunnel right there where we're you know we're drowning in animals and it kind of put things in perspective for me mm,
0: yeah
1: i had gone through a, a major personal struggle i had thought about leaving the shelter and at that time, I had these three little dogs that I was fostering. There was these three little, I called them my golden girls. There was there was the the three of them. They came in, somebody turned them in. They couldn't take care of them anymore. They were in really, really bad shape, senior dogs. And, you know, our shelter is not really set up for senior pets. So I, I took them home and I fostered them. Every morning when I'd wake up, I'd, I'd go downstairs and I'd go to let them outside to go potty and I just remember how happy they were to see me. And it just, every day, they were the reason why I never left.
0: Wonderful. So with your work in the shelter, is there any story that stands out to you? Any particular freedom ride or a person who adopted a dog where that dog really changed their life?
1: Just the other day, um, I was laying in bed. It was about 1030 at night. And I received a message on Facebook from someone that had just adopted from us a few days prior. They had a dog for several years and the dog passed and their family was very upset about the dog's passing. And, you know, she had never seen her husband cry until the dog passed. And, you know, her husband had been in this sort of depression for several, several months because of the dog's passing. That dog was like a child to them and they decided that one day that they were ready to you know open their hearts and their homes to another animal they came to our shelter and they adopted a, a puppy from us and you know in her message she was just expressing her gratitude that she was very thankful that her husband and her children you know they were smiling and they were happy and she was happy she was thankful that our staff was able to help her and her family not replace the pet that passed but to allow their hearts to, to grow and, and to, I guess, extend that love to another animal and be able to help an animal. And I said, and it's things like this, it's stories like this, it's moments like this that help me and my staff and my volunteers and other shelter workers and rescue people out there. Understand that amongst all of the, the craziness that goes on every day and all the bad things that we see and we hear, happy endings actually heavily outweigh the negative. Wow.
0: That's beautiful. How do you think dogs rescue us like we rescue them?
1: Our pets, our dogs, they do a very good job at pulling us out of, you know, some of the darkest places and making us realize that everything is going to be okay. And animals are like nature's natural antidepressant. (laughs) Now that I think about it. (laughs) That's
0: fantastic. So Devin, where do we find more information about yourself and about the Humane Society of Imperial County?
1: you can check out our facebook page just go to humane society of imperial county we post quite a bit and they can also check out our website it's www.imperialcountyhumane.org we are on instagram and on twitter as well mostly our our website and our facebook page are our big our two biggest platforms
0: wonderful I really applaud all this work that you're doing, both for your community and for the dogs and cats and, and all the animals in your world. And I, I love hearing about the stories of the dogs in your care, as well as the ones in your home. And it just sounds like a, a wonderful menagerie of, of characters. Well, thank you so much. And we will be in touch, Devin. Thank you for your time today. I really enjoyed hearing from Devin about his story and to hear the journey of how his involvement with dogs has changed and evolved over time, all the way to his current position. He's part of the glue of what makes the rescue world work, people who are willing to keep their head down and keep pushing forward even when the going gets tough. Thank you for listening to this episode of Dog Save the People, a podcast about how dogs make our lives better. This show is a production of As It Should Be, a content studio. It's made with the support of our producer and editor, Jack Sommer. Special thanks to our composer and neighbor, Daniel Lampert, for creating the music for the show. You can subscribe to Dog Save the People on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you like the show, please leave a review or rating. You can also follow us on social media. You can also check out the Tiny Tim Rescue Fund, my foundation, at johnbartlettny.com. Enjoy a walk with your dog and make it a great day for both of you.